Welcome to the K-Pop Corner. This is Kendra. We have the amazing, fabulous Jade. Hi, friends. <laughs> we have episode 67. We're going to talk about Wee Young's happy birthday digital single. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk about some K-pop controversies that have been happening. And maybe Kendra and I will share our probably hot takes on these K-pop <laughs> controversies. Who knows? I feel like hot takes is a excellent way of phrasing it. Right. <laughs> Obviously, like, Jay and I, we don't, we don't try to be offensive or anything, but we do try to be honest. Correct. I don't... Feel. I don't think we're ever offensive or disrespectful. I just no. think that we are entitled to have an opinion and I think we don't we don't we don't shy away from things that could be you know interpreted as controversial opinions. Right. That is true. And I feel like we offer some insight, right? A different way of looking at things. It's just not we're not we don't have controversial opinions for the sake of being controversial. I think our opinions are always sort of like, you know, we think about it. Like, mm -hmm. it's not flippant. I think we no. offer a lot of context and like, you know. I think we also try to talk about it from all sides. Like Correct. sometimes, I know sometimes I will, um, what's, there's a phrase for that. Not be antagonistic, but, you know, try to be, uh, like, from one's, the unpopular side. Like, trying right. to think of it from yeah. that side. Of course. Um, you know, just to think about, okay, well, maybe we're being biased, or maybe there could be another way to it, but. Um, but here's the thing, though. Opinions are inherently biased. <laughs> Always. That's true. But that's. I think you and I are pretty capable of understanding. Correct. Like we're not. I think part of it, right? I think part of it is we're no. not so close-minded. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, if there's ever any issues, we're totally cool. You can reach out to us and tell us if there's yeah. anything we say <laughs> that's not good or whatever. Um, right. You don't have to agree with us. That too. Or yeah. if you wanted to tell us your side so we could understand that too, like that's great. Of course. So. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. So we'll start with the lighthearted part first. <laughs> uh, we'll start with Wee Young of SF9. Mm-hmm. So previously he had released... Um, another digital single this year mm -hmm. so i was kind of hoping maybe he'd do like a little mini yeah but we got another digital single which is still very nice it's a very and nice actually, little song yeah i'm actually very excited that they did this because mm -hmm. jade and i did not get to go to their tour correct when they were here and this was his solo stage he did Mm-hmm. so I'm happy to get to see it in its whole HD glory. <laughs> yes, agreed. And it was glorious. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a different side of him. I like it. Yeah. Soft. Um, Softer. 
Yes. Well, I think the subject matter kind of lends itself into that. I, True. Yeah. What did you、It's、think like, of the song? The song itself is really. It's kind of like laid back, but it still has a nice upbeat tempo, if that makes、mm -hmm. sense. Yeah.、Um, his vocals are very, very good. Agreed. Very honey like. Mm hmm. Agreed.、And、I think this further proves the point that any rapper out there in the K pop industry who says that they can't sing, it's full of shit. Right. <laughs> Because I, I feel like 99% of them sing amazingly. Agreed. <laughs> so, what'd you think? I really like the song.、Um, honestly, I had no idea what the song was about. And so it was a very, it was a nice surprise. <laughs> But then it was also surprising when I started reading the lyrics.、Um, I think the song is really beautiful. I think it's a very intimate song, right? It's probably something about his, something that happened in his life that he's like kind of like writing about and reliving. So I think that sort of like always lends itself to feeling. A little deeper.、Um, yeah. And, you know, it's just this like lost love, you know, where it's just you lost the person that, you know, you shared the life with and now they've moved on and you're trying to move on, but you can't. So I think, again, it's sort of like an emotion that a lot of people have felt or experienced. So. It's just, you know, when I listened to the song without looking at the lyrics, I liked it already. And when I started、yeah. reading the lyrics, I was like, oh, who heard him? <laughs> the lyrics are totally different than the vibe. The vibe of the song, correct.、Yeah. Like、if you just played it on, you know, Spotify or something. Right. In the background, it's like really nice. Yeah.、But、then you start reading it and you're like, oh. Yeah. Lost love. But not in a sad. No. It's not, it's not like a sad song, right? It's, it's a like, very, like, I've, I'm moving forward kind of vibe. It reminds me of, like, nostalgia. Where、yeah. you're kind of reflecting back on it, but not necessarily lamenting it in a sad way. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. Because the song、Now、starts with song like a. Yeah. I mean, but the beginning of the song sounded kind of like peppy. Right. Right. It's peppy. That's what I'm、yeah. saying. It's like this laid back peppy song. Right. <laughs> it's not what you would expect the lyrics no, to be. No, not at all. Because at the beginning, it was like, oh, he's really just like somebody's in his life and he's wishing them a happy birthday. Then you start reading <laughs> the lyrics and the context. It, it feels totally different, right? It's like, oh, you're, you, you moved on really quickly. Now you're with somebody else and you're celebrating your birthday with somebody else that is not me. So, but still, like, hopeful. And, like, yeah, I think yeah. the beat of the song kind of like drives 
your emotions in a different way, which, you know, it's fine because you could move on from someone and you literally just move on. You don't, you're not lingering, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. I was, um, it's a really good song. I like added, added it to my playlist. Yeah. I just don't think about the lyrics. <laughs> no. But that's kind of how it is for me with yeah. a lot of the foreign language songs. Like, right. I, ha- I might have a general sense of what the song is from the lyrics. Right. But usually when I'm listening to it on its own, it, the lyrics don't have much to do with anything. Correct. <laughs> There's like a little bit of a disconnect. Yeah. So he looks... Um, he looks remarkably non-idol in this video. Very, I like love this video. I I love I love the perspective of this video mm-hmm. because it's really through the lens of the person that he's no longer with, right? Could That's be. how I interpret yeah. it because it's basically like. A day in the life of your life with somebody else and they're looking at you and watching you doing going through the motions there's this i love this sort of like interaction where there's times where like he's like taking photos like looking directly at you so it really is you're sort of like this reflection of like your life with another person but through somebody else's eyes so i kind of like i I like I love this music video. It is so simple. He just looks yeah. like a regular man walking down the street, but the perspective is what makes this music video super super intimate. Yeah. It reminds me of like a home video type Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is normally shot by someone you know. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cute. Yes. And I love that he just like he looks super, super casual, like literally just like, (laughs) you know, boy next door, walking down the street, like spending a day with like his girlfriend or significant other. It's kind of cute. I love how like it's just yeah, it's very simple. And I think it fits fits the song really, really well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the coloration is really interesting. That's why it gives me, like, obviously besides the effects of, like, the home movie kind of thing. Yeah. The gradation of the color makes me think of, like, some old school camera or something. Yeah, like it's, yeah, I mean, it completely, like, fits into, like, this nostalgic feel. Yeah. You're, like, reminiscing. You're thinking back. Yeah. Well done. I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Me too. Like I said, he it's a different side of him, so mm-hmm. I enjoy that a lot. Yeah. I think Drive, Drives, whatever mm-hmm. the name of that was. I'm just going to say Drive. Drive. Um, yeah. I felt like that was a really good reputation of him as well. Mm-hmm. But because it showcased his singing and his rapping together, yeah. and it was perfect. Mm-hmm. This is like the softer side, too. Correct. Yeah. And I just feel like all of it is a really nice... It's like painting a dimensional version of him. I agree. I agree. Maybe there'll be a solo album coming soon. 
That'd be cool. You could like drop like a cool. harder rap song, and then I would just be like, "Yes, right." <laughs> like that would just be like the trifecta, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just don't put the auto tune on there, please. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it is K-pop, so uh, lower your expectations, please. They do use it on his voice sometimes in the SF9. Mm-hmm. On some of his rap parts, and I'm always like, yeah. "Why? Why? I know you don't need to. I know clearly, you know." Yes, I think we're like I really feel like that's like a hot take is that we do not like a lot of auto tune and K-pop songs. <sighs> it's not even that they're using it f- for actual pitch correction; they're just using right. it for effects. Correct. And I don't like, like that. And overusing it. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. I I think they said there's a new album coming in January, right? For the group. Is it beginning? Beginning of January? They drop a number. January? I don't know why I want to say January 8th. Like, sometimes I I just... Sometimes I just make stuff up in my head, so... (laughs) Let's see. It's soon. Must say. Oh, you were so right. Look at you. Am I right? January eighth. Oh. Thirteenth mini album. Wow. Yeah. Is there a name? That I don't know. I don't think they've said, have they? I'm sure we'll know soon enough. That's like literally right around the corner. I know. I'm so excited because they're back to what is it? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Eight people. So it's gonna yeah. be a nice fuller sound that we haven't heard in a minute. Correct. Well, and also, you know, their main vocals back. Yes. Not to say that, he, like, I feel like the others really, really did a great job. They stepping did. Up to that. They did. They really got to shine. I know. Wait, I was thinking about this. We've had, like, since we started doing this together, we've done a review of, like, the first one we did was a nine-member comeback, correct? Yes. Okay, so that was the only one. Trauma? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That was the only one, right? Because then enlistment started happening. Okay. Well, yeah, because like right after that, they had their fan concert, and two of them announced their enlistment. I know it's crazy because I keep <laughs> on thinking it was this year. I'm like, no, it was last May that like because they're back already. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, isn't that wild? Time is wild. <laughs> yeah, because when we saw them in Hollywood last year, it was six. Summer, it was yeah, six people. We'll so never I'm... see Rowan. <laughs> That's not I true. That I don't know why. I don't know why you keep on saying that. Well, in the next however many years, I feel like I I think he could come back. I don't think that door has been closed, like some people think. Well, I'm not saying that you will see him like actively with SF9. I'm just saying you might be able to see him separately. Solo artist? 
No, like, at, like, he does a lot of hosting gigs and whatever. He might pop up at an event or something. That so you I have to go to at. Korea is what you're saying. I don't know. He travels. <laughs> he does. Where was he? He was somewhere recently for an event. He hosted, and- um, he hosted one of the end of the year award shows. Was he um, somewhere over here, though? In New York or somewhere? Or LA? I don't know. Where was that? But he, like, jumped a, f- a little uh, fence thingy, like a little rope, chain rope to get to fa- Fantasy to, like, sign and say hi. Oh. It was I so don't cute. Know. Best boy ever. <laughs> he is the best boy ever. <sighs> so, yeah, we're looking forward to it. So... January 8th. I mean, they have to be dropping a schedule soon. <laughs> you would think. I, I honestly, I don't weeks. ever know. I know. No, like, I know. They're just so random. They are so random. That's so. one, two, a little over three weeks. Yeah. Hmm. Any day now, I'm going to say. Maybe Monday we'll get something. Maybe. That would be nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah, like, I love this little single he dropped. So, hopefully he's planting seeds. I hope so. Me, too. He's part of the Macne line, so he has some time to work on Oh, he has lots of time. <laughs> lots of time. I, I keep on forgetting how young he is. <laughs> uh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. He's second youngest. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of wild. He's 24. He's from 1999. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. So, yeah, if you are looking for a very boyfriend feel, you know, spending a day with a cute boy kind of vibe, definitely check out HB. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. You can listen to it, feel warm and fuzzy, and then read the lyrics. Yes. Don't read the lyrics. Correct. Don't just don't read the lyrics. Depending on your mood. Correct. (laughs) But he's very pretty to look at. He is. Yeah. So that's all I got. Still trying to debate who my new bias is going to be. Because Rowan's oh. now separate, so I'm going to say right. Rowan is, you know. Right. So now I'm back to square one. Oh, interesting. Who Who's in the running, <laughs> more importantly? We Young? We Young. Of course. <laughs> He's always been a wrecker. Uh, right. Yo Young. Oh, uh, well, I mean, you could just bias them both. <laughs> He's also in the running. Of course. Um, and then Young Ben. Shocking. Like, what? <laughs> that he's I been, find shocking. He's been in there. Like, in the very beginning, when I first started, um, when we first started talking about them and getting into them, mm-hmm. those those three did catch my attention. Okay. And then Enough Rowan came and just destroyed everyone. And then I right. watched uh, The King's Affection. There's right. Over. It's solidified. His and then Destin with status. you? Yeah. Super game over. Ah! Correct. So good. 
it. Interesting. Well, now you're on the hunt for a new SF9 bias. Indeed. If anyone wants to try to convince me, my DMs are open. (laughs) I, I, like, I'm calling Weeung. Like, I don't, yeah, I am. (laughs) He was in a dream painting. It's so random. Yeah. I told the group chat, I was like, what the hell? I've been watching Rowan all day and night. Right. And and yet I dreamt of (laughs) Wee Young and Yo Tae Young. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I kissed Yo Tae Young. But I told (laughs) told Wee Young, I was like, oh my God, your painting's so beautiful. Oh my God. Am I? Yeah. I don't know. You're like living every fan like fangirls <laughs> fantasy in your so dreams strange. like what the fuck i watch too much k-drama because that other do. time where i had v and jungkook which is also really random mm-hmm. i was like excuse me i don't even like delve into that anymore <laughs> right not to say i don't like bts right you know it's just like they're not on the radar intimately connected to you yes it's not like when I'm watching an idol act on TV. Right. <laughs> we are so funny. So weird. Like, where's my month's X dreams, man? Oh, because they're not even around. They're all in the military, <laughs> living the best lives. I've had two Keon dreams and one show new. Like, what? Where? Where are my biases? <laughs> Oh my god, you like literally have the weirdest dreams. I have never dreamt about any idol ever. That's so surprising. I mean, it makes sense though, right? Like we talk about it all all the time. We interact with Twitter and whatever. Like I TikTok. I get right. it like making its way in. But it's also kind of funny like with the monsters like you're not even like dreaming about your bias line. Yeah, it's weird. So like, random. Why does your brain manifest certain people? I don't know. Maybe your brain's trying to tell you something. <laughs> best boy can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is the best boy. He is, yes. I don't know, man. It's weird. No, I am. No, Juhan. I know. It's shocking. Shocking. <laughs> I don't know. I still think Christine's dream takes the cake that was the funniest shit ever ah uh, <laughs> she shared it was that was a k-drama for sure right and it it's... didn't even involve her which is even funnier well you know what's really funny i watch a shit ton of dramas i don't dream about <laughs> like i don't like ever dream about like any of the drama actors i yeah it's bizarre that's so funny it's interesting how your mind works isn't it yeah hmm but you don't, you have harder time sleeping. That maybe is also not, true. Maybe you're not like getting into the REM long enough. Maybe. Most or, of my dreams are about waking like. up. Yeah. Well, most of my <laughs> dreams are like literally is just like about shopping. So, which I'm totally <laughs> fine with. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Sorry about that. <laughs> um,. <laughs> Turning to the less, uh, I'm not going to say not happy, but it's controversial. Yeah. Controversial time. So, Jay and I had just been talking about various topics, 
that we would deem controversial. I don't. It could be anything from like the fan behaviors to company behavior, I guess you could say, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Right. So. And I think part of this is that we started talking about just the power of fandoms, right? Because that's how this conversation started. Was like when fandoms kind of band together or groups of fans band together, like there could be amazing things that happen that, you know, contributes to the good of the world. And then, you know, at times there's things that happens and you just kind of, you know, make you wonder like, like, how is this going to go? Like, who's trying to shape the narrative and whether or not the outcome of those kinds of actions, like, who are they benefiting and who are they hurting? Right. That and, like, what does it mean for the long term of K-pop or whatever? Right. Yeah. Is there something is there... specific you want to start <laughs> with? I'm, I'm just going to start off with... The one, I didn't tell you this one. I told you on the text, but, um, like, Bam Bam. Mm-hmm. So he's a huge fan of Tan from mm-hmm. Girls' Generation. Yeah. He's fangirled over her for years. Like, it's a very Correct. well-known fact mm-hmm. um, that she's his bias or whatever, her mm-hmm. I- his idol. Mm-hmm. So he was talking with, was it Key? It was someone on his show about... Um, her and blah blah blah, and mm-hmm. he and he was the the other person was like, oh, you know, you should have her on your show, mm-hmm. and he was just like, oh, there's no way. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this all led to a lot of circulation of this topic on the internet, and it turned into like this big shit storm of like half people being like oh no it's like super cute like it's really innocent he just wants to meet his and interact with his person Mm -hmm. and then you have like the other half being like oh he's fucking disgusting like cancel him boycott his music like just for what just, just because they thought he was being creepy like they thought the way he was idolizing her or just like quote unquote in love with her or whatever the fuck they were saying they were trying to spin it in a way that it was negative and it was creepy okay but i mean it came out so much that he actually went to twitter and was like hey i saw that you know i yeah i think he kind of apologized but also was like i didn't mean anything right salacious at all true yeah like really apologize was person. not like the right word. He kind of like clarified his stance. Yes, yes. Okay. But it's like, why are you hating on someone who clearly is not? Like I watched some of that stuff, some of the interview, and I like read the tweets. Like nothing about it felt nefarious or in bad taste. I I didn't know why people was, were being so negative. So I, ha- I have a question. This is a genuine question. Do you actually think there actually has to be something bad for K-pop, K-poppers to, like, lose their shit? Like, do you actually think there has to be a cause for people to overreact or change the narrative or... 
spew hate. (laughs) Absolutely not. We've seen people in our own mom baby fandom and any any and every fandom does this. Like, I think there's going to be toxicity no matter what. Right. There will always be those people. I guess I just didn't understand why they were trying to hate on him so hard in such a like sexual predator kind of way it was weird i was like where are you guys getting this okay first of all i i just want to clarify something number one he is uh born in 1997 she is born in 1989 so she is of age so i want to make that very very clear yeah (laughs) So because there's been times where people talk about underage idols where I'm just like, ooh, she's a full-on, beautiful, adult. grown adult woman. Yeah. Good and point. he is also a grown-ass man. So yeah. let's make that very, very clear. And I also want to put out that she did go on his show recently. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they all were joking that they were flirting, but... Correct. They were just laughing very yeah. much. Like, just, it looked like they were having such a great time. Correct. And she clearly felt at ease with him, so... She was comfortable. Right. Yeah. If she wasn't comfortable, I don't think she would have even gone on the show. Exactly. And I think this is going to be a common theme of tonight's podcast, is that <laughs> I feel like the fans, for whatever reason, and I, honestly, I saw bits and pieces of it. It was so ridiculous. I just, like, have... My tolerance for this kind of bullshit is very, very low. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess I was like, when this came about, I was like, is it her fans that were offended? Or Mm. was it just the general public? Was it the Korean netizens? Was it just anyone who was bored, who wanted to stir the pot? Like, who was upset by this? That's a good question. I mean, I myself didn't dig into the sources. Right. You know, to see where it was coming from. I just was, like, floored by the fact that I was even reading such stuff. Correct. I was woefully unaware of what was happening until I saw his tweets, and I was like, this sounds like something happened. Then I kind of, like, backtracked. And again, uh, I feel like with all of this, is is it, like, 10,000? thousand fans got (laughs) upset or was it like a handful of people and other people kind of just like retweeted and it it became a much bigger thing i think part of it is the soupies and the what's the all the red red yeah yeah, korea boo especially i feel like they that's all they do when they don't have legit shit (laughs) Right. Like comebacks and whatever news. Right. I feel like that's all they do is they hunt for these little scraps and then they blow them up. And they literally right. just take people from Twitter and they put them on there as sources. Right. Right. You were on there once. Yes. In a good way. <laughs> I did not Jane... want to be on there at all. <laughs> they didn't ask you to me. Nobody, yes. no. I literally was has... like, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> She has a pretty big TikTok account, so they grab I have a very small TikTok account, but at least I will have to say, 
at least when they uploaded my thing, it was actually to praise something Kian yes. did. So I was like, okay, I never <laughs> want to be associated with anything that would be negative impacting right. anybody not just you don't the want to open up a controversial no like article and see you cited on correct there. correct yeah. i never <laughs> want to see me cited on anything ever again the one time For that sure. jake goes off on someone <laughs> right no which you don't you're very good i try <laughs> but the thing with bam bam again is is that like i think he is very to me he's just expressing how Listen, if any of the idols could hear how fans talk about them, oh, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. oh I don't God, know why yes. people are so judgy. I mean, he's been very vocal that he's admired her for a really long time. And I've, I've heard him talk about her. I never thought it being salacious or inappropriate right. or, you know, That's why I, I just couldn't predatory. Correct. The narrative was bizarre. Because to me, it was like, it'd be no different than um, one of Zero Base One's uh, people talking about Monsax member they idolize. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Correct. But do you think it's because it's she's a girl? Sex. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, right. It's crazy. Correct. <laughs> so, Yeah. And then, like, you know, we're going to talk about Rise. Even though I don't follow Rise that much, I know they're right. a new group. Yeah. It is disheartening to read about a new group debuting or about to, and then one of the members gets into kind of hot water and is no longer debuting with them. Well, he's on a... So we're... Hiatus. Uh, well, we're talking about... Sahan of Rise. Yeah. Sorry, yes. Who um, in November went on a, I, I guess they called it a permanent hiatus. Like, right? what yes. the? Okay, number one, what does that even mean? Like, like permanent hiatus. Like, hiatus is taking a break. A permanent hi- hiatus is like taking a break permanently. Like, does that mean he's never coming back? I wish they would clarify that. Yes. And I think part of the controversial part of it is, is that the things that, you know, he did that caused him to sort of like, he, so he, according to the statement, he made this decision, right? Um, <laughs> supposedly. Supposedly, um, according to the SM statement. Right. So basically, it was, there were some photos. I think the first set was like photos released of him and his alleged girlfriend at the time um, posing for photos in a hotel. These were not released by him or the other party. It was personal photos that was leaked by some anonymous source. There were there was also a photo leaked of him smoking. And then there was another one that was a um, something oh, on yeah. instagram right it where was with, him uh, txt right was it subin where they were doing like a live but a live stream but like a private live stream and there there was some mis um translations that happened um 
So those were like the three pieces of evidence, which again, number one, the stuff were, all three pieces were leaked. They were not, it wasn't like he uploaded it or the other people involved. So take that with a grain of salt. So, and, you know, people are saying how the girl in the photo was underage, but he is on, he's 20. So I don't know how old these photos are. So I don't know whether or not he was also underage. None of these things have been substantiated. Um, but obviously it caused enough of a stir for him to have to apologize multiple times. And now he is on a permanent hiatus. And honestly, I, you know, it's hard, it's hard to talk about stuff like this because I am very conflicted because number one, I grew up in the US. So I think there's a cultural difference um number two i also again from an american looking at what he did that was deemed so inappropriate and so controversial to me i'm like he's just being a normal person but in the context that he is a k-pop idol living in korea and working in korea and being Korean, um, are the things he did wrong morally? Are the things he did wrong, you know, legally? I don't really know. So this is why it's really hard for me to be like, he should be canceled. Right. Because these are things that for me are just normal things that happen I, to me they're not egregious to me you know it's just like well he's just being a kid how many more idols are doing things behind closed doors that we don't know about you know and what a normal person like you know this is what i think about right if you just if you were like an accountant at like a big accounting firm and your company got a hold of these photos or you were caught smoking in public would you be fired for that right i know it's it's hard because you put it in a perspective like that and it's like no absolutely not like it's just normal activities for the most part i don't know about the whole hotel part right but when you put it in the frame of you have to be super perfect squeaky clean idol image Mm -hmm. obviously especially if you haven't even began your career yet right it's i think that it's just really it's a reflection of k-pop like k-pop just has this really unfair unattainable perfect thing that they're all supposed to be and it's just you can't be human and be that you it's can't impossible. no because i think k-pop thrives on this imaginary perfection yeah right because they're not human they're idols like we hold them to 
and completely unrealistic standard even right. though most people hold those people to you know most fans hold k-pop idols to unrealistic expectations and unrealistic standards but then they fantasize about those idols in very realistic and hum- humanistic ways that's a good point it's kind of oxymoron <laughs> it's it's so it's, like, hip- it's so hypocritical. Yes. yes. It's completely it's like, hypocritical. It's like you want them to be in your life like a real human, but then Correct. you're also holding them on a pedestal. You don't want them to be real humans with anybody yeah. else. So, and I think why Kendra and I kind of wanted to talk about this is that like, you know, all this sort of starts with some sort of traction on the internet with the fandoms, with you know, netizens. So it's like, who's who's kind of driving these kind of uh, controversies? Are people, I'm sure there were some people in the fandoms that, you know, were upset because they feel like every idol should be pristine. Like they should have never had any experience in life whatsoever that they should have never touched cigarette or touched drugs or had a girlfriend or kissed anyone or have ever had sex or any of those things, right? Or is it just like netizens that get enough attention? You know, it always makes me wonder like how many people were loud enough to cause these effects. And I'll, I'll, I'll use what happened with Wano as an example, because that, that was started by one person. And it right. ruined, like, it ruined his life and his career. I mean, I'm so glad he got over it and he's thriving. But that was devastating. That oh, yeah. seriously did huge damage. And that was from one person. Right. But that one person was loud enough to cause, you know, a cascading effect. It's so weird, though. Like, with that case in particular, that one person was accusing him of drug use and, right, like, owing someone money, which is weird. Correct. But um, the drug thing, I think, is big enough. Correct. Because that became a legal thing. Correct. That became a legal thing, which then... All of it was proven to be she made it up. It was all lies. There was no truth to it. But you can't take back what's already been done. Correct. Yeah. That's why I just don't understand. It's like people think this is a game. And it has real consequences. Your your actions, your tweets, whatever you're deciding the slander, you know, if that's the way you're going, it has real consequences. Right. And I don't know who was leaking his stuff. They kind of, in one article, made it sound like maybe it was his friend, her ex-friend. I don't know. Right. Um, But the fact of the matter is, the things that he's gotten in trouble with, though it's faux pas for a trainee or new idol, like, it's still very normal like young adult things 
I mean, here, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say something and honestly, whatever. He was just unlucky he got caught. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. Other people doing it. <laughs> whatever <laughs> you don't think your idols are doing, they are doing. They're human. I, you know, it Come just... On. I don't, I think fans need to stop projecting like this unrealistic perfection on their idols. The problem is, is that you create this fantasy in your head. And I, you know, I'll be honest, like the K-pop, the K-pop machine, the industry kind of fosters that, right? It gives you this sense of like, these idols are like perfect. They are perfect in every way, in their visuals, you know, in their physical build, in their talent, in their personality. They are like perfect in every single way. Because what K-pop has done is stripped any humanity from all of these idols. And fans in turn creates these illusions in their heads this fantasy that like that they can't fathom at all that anyone who is a k-pop idol could not be the like the character they built up in their head yeah i think (laughs) i think people are allowed to make some mistakes you know, like, nothing harmful happened. This was, like, no harm to someone else or them. I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, if if you can take your mistakes, learn from them, and not do it again, then great. But what is the mistake? The mis- I mean, the mistake is, no, the mistake is being caught. Caught, yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Idols are not supposed to smoke. It is considered a little bit of a faux pas because you're supposed to keep yourself in prime oh, condition. Oh, please. Please. Listen, you think those idols are just using their willpower to stay that thin? <laughs> are you fucking kidding oh, me? Oh, no. Well, you don't think they're knows? all like, yeah, you don't think they're all like hopped up on like caffeine and nicotine? Get real. I mean, please. you can get nicotine from gum, okay? You don't have to smoke. Also, I'm just putting this out there because I think, again, context is important. Yeah. Korea is one of those countries that have a very large segment of their population that smokes. 100%. Yeah. So take that with a grain of salt. I do agree with that. (laughs) And I'm not making this like a cultural thing. But it is very different, you know, it's like when you go to France, everyone, like, literally, one of the biggest cultural, like, shocks for me every time I go to Paris is how many people are smoking. It is not something I'm used to because, you know, I don't see it where I live. You know, there's very strict rules, especially in New York State. But, like, in Paris, you sit down at any outdoor cafe there's an ashtray on every table. Huh. I'm it's, not surprised. Yeah. 
But like, I think this is culturally, we, you know, we have to have some sort of awareness. Am I saying smoking's good for them? No, no, but they're all adults. What they do with their own body is none of my or anyone else's right. business. Like, I mean, on the same token, you could say, well, is having a comeback like every four months healthy for their body Correct. too? Correct. You know what I mean? Or making them have very strict diets or yes. practicing, you know, practicing standard. dancing like eight hours right. a day or, you know, pack their schedule so full that they don't eat meals on a regular basis or sleep on a regular basis. So, yeah, let's not. How do you think those people are actually sustaining themselves? Um, pure, like, the rays Love. of sunshine they get from their <laughs> fans. Yeah. Come on, let's be real. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's tough, honestly. This this one's tough. I felt bad. I felt bad for everyone involved. <laughs> and, you know, now the second part to this. So first there's, you know, his indefinite hiatus which again i don't even know what that means you know the second so part of this yeah. is that they have a comeback scheduled and certain fans are calling for a boycott of the comeback it's coming very soon right i think in it's january? in january correct which again like i don't know what what you're trying to prove with that? I guess their displeasure. But does that, how does that affect the rest of the group? How does that affect the yeah. rest of the members? You know, this happened with Wano as well. Because obviously when all that happened, it was during the follow comeback. Mm -hmm. And then the next comeback was Fantasia. All about love and Fantasia. Mm -hmm. Like, in my mind, because that's like when I came into the scene, mm -hmm. <laughs> why would you boycott a group that you really love? Right. You're just hurting the other members. Right. Like, it's, it's super unfortunate the right. way that everything went. Yeah. But to further hurt the group... I just don't, I don't get that. I never understood that. Because that's been a long debated thing for Mom Bebe as well. Right. Listen, and to the, me, it's like, <laughs> yeah. It, it's, to me, it's like counterproductive. Yeah. Like I was saying before for Luna, that made sense, right? Correct. They, that is they the decided, only boycott I've agreed with. Yes. Right. Because Correct. the members were being treated poorly they wanted out of their contract the members that themselves was... wanted out therefore exactly. by not buying the album is to support the members so yes. yeah so that made sense because every single member of uh, luna were trying to get out of their contract so that boycott boycott made sense right this which Kind of felt conflicting to me, too, because it's still like, well, you're still kind of hurting them in the right. bottom line. Right. But yeah, like it, it was in support of them. This Correct. is this is not in support of the members, the remaining members. Right. But, you know, how many members do they have? Um, I think I want to say 
seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. I mean, I do understand why they're calling for a boycott because it's, you know, the only way sort of to press your point with any entertainment company is hit, you know, it's taking money away from them. But in this instance, it's, you know, I'm very conflicted because then you're not only punishing SM, you're punishing the other members. Like, we've talked about how much money it takes for them to get out of debt. Right. You know, you are literally furthering the debt for them. Because right. they're putting through all this money, hair, makeup, music video, producers, all that shit. Mm-hmm. That, that all takes money. Right. And now you're going to rob them of any, like, profits by boycotting. It's- and honestly, I think the only resolution is, is that for SM to quickly make an announcement to either say he comes back or they need to make yeah. a decision. To make a decision. Yeah. Correct. It's, everyone's calling it Lucas 2.0. It is. That's thing. what it feels like it, right? You're just stringing them along. You're being very nonchalant about what's happening. Correct. The fans continue hoping that somehow they can come back. Right. It's just a mess. I know. I know. So So there's six members without him. Correct. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. TBD. I'm you know, <laughs> they are a very hot group. They you are. know, they have a huge following already. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see how vocal people get within the fandom. I am not in their fandom, but I do see, you know, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on TikTok. I mean, I only get my information from like TikTok (laughs) and like Twitter, but I see a lot of, you know, pretty big accounts calling for certain things. And I'm just like, and, you know, I browse their comments. Even the comments, people feel conflicted within the fandom. So... I wish there was a better way of getting entertainment companies to listen to the fans. Yeah. Or find some sort of medium, like some compromise. Like, couldn't they have just told the fans, like, hey, we're going to look into this matter? They did. They said it. They actually said that they're going to go after the people that leaked the information for their invasion yeah, but then of privacy. Still put him on a indefinite hiatus. Well that's what I'm saying. But did I don't think oh, see this is where I was trying to like figure out did they put him on an indefinite hiatus or did he say like he's gonna sit out? Which, you know, again it's I don't even know if we'll ever get the truth because right. you know I will never know whether it was their decision or not. Let's put right. it that way. Yeah. Um, I agree. But people can reflect. People can do better. That's what I'm saying. Like, couldn't they have found middle ground? Like, yeah, put them on a hiatus for a minute. Have them reflect. And then move forward with him. Or fucking just say no. We're terminating right. his exclusive contract. Right. I just I don't know why they have to be so <laughs> right. laissez faire with it, you know. I know because the whole narrative is is that he decided to do an indefinite hiatus, 
So, I don't know. Does that mean that one day he could decide to not be on an indefinite hiatus? Right, come back? I don't know. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say because the thing, like, every article says something. It's all about that wording. Right. You know, it says SM Entertainment ultimately announced that Sung Han would be taking an indefinite hiatus from group activities. Right. I don't know. It's just, you know, it, the the wordings are always kind of, like, interesting. Yeah. You know, it's right. like people, and it's people like fans thought like what he did ruins the group's reputation you know it's like what he did is inappropriate for a k-pop trainee (laughs) like what does that even mean maybe it just makes them more relatable to the fans but they don't fans don't want to relate to their idols (laughs) like it's weird Listen, I love to, like, see how, how, like, what these fans, like, how they behave and how they live their life, like, when they're, like, 17, 18, 19. Let's, like, are you telling me they have no dirty laundry? (laughs) Right. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah. So, I guess it's just... I don't know, maybe in a year and a half they'll finally make an announcement. It's... You know, it took a long time for them to make an announcement about Lucas. And ever since the announcement where they were like, oh, he's going to like pursue his solo activities. There's still been no nothing. Right. You know, and when Raven so left, um, won us, you know, yep. their company were like, we are going to follow up. We're going to sue these people. We're going to like get to the bottom of it. There's no follow up. There's no bottom of it. There's been There's no resolution. There's zero. been nothing. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what's most frustrating. It's like, make a decision so we right. can move on. Right. And honestly, if you're not going to investigate, if you're not going to prosecute, if you're not going to do anything, don't fucking even say it. Just say, we parted ways. Good exactly. luck to you and be done. Don't make these promises and make it seem like something's going to happen and then never actually follow up. It's so bizarre. I know. You know, it just this is also I think a tactic on their part is sort of like anytime there's like anything controversial, like I guess it's like a non-ending ending, right? You kind of placate the fandom like, "Oh, he's leaving" or He's leaving, but he's going to pursue solo or he's leaving and we're going to clear everything up. Like, it dead ends it. No one ever holds, like, any of these companies responsible if they don't hold, you know, if they don't hold up their end of the bargain. Because there's no recourse. It's funny because all the people asking for the removal of an idol, for example, there's... always louder than the people who are asking for resolution because it's like the company doesn't even listen or care right to the latter you know right 
And I, you know, I do feel like K-pop companies overall, like, again, my very hot take, they don't give a fuck about the people. This is very evident. They have no vested interest in their artists. They only want to preserve their own reputation and the reputation of the group. Yeah. I don't know if every single company is like that, but the vast majority definitely. Every single company is like that. <laughs> Until you could prove a company that actually go to bat for their idol, I will say this. I hope one day somebody proves me wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. At the end of the day, it's just business. It is business. It's, it's all, all about, about money. money. It's all about yeah. their bottom line. It's the fact that they're like, okay, if, you know, this group goes from seven to six, we still have, to, we could still make money off of the, the other six people. For them, it is much more important to preserve the reputation of the group than it is to fight for justice for one of the members. It's true. And again, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You know, no. we don't right. know if these idols are absolutely deciding for themselves to walk away or, you know, the company went to them and said, we're cutting you loose, but this is the statement you have to make. Or there's some sort of deal made behind, like, we're going to buy you out of your contract or we're going to give you a severance for you to leave. We don't know any of those things. And honestly, here's the thing. Maybe some of the idols really did really, really shitty things. And maybe they know they can't come back from it. That's why they're leaving. Possibly. We, yeah, because we, there is no way in the idol industry that every single idol is, like, innocent and has right. never done anything wrong, have never done anything bad. You know, they I just haven't been caught. It depends on the level right obviously smoking is not a big deal in my opinion um, right but like you know lying about having a mental condition to get out of your uh well he's, your enlistment yes. duties uh -huh. that's yes. pretty bad not just he's... lying about it paid <laughs> correct True. yes True. yeah you know i hope he never where, comes like... back to the industry yeah I can understand, like, there's, there, it, first, there's, like, literally the level of legality, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then it's also, like, okay, well, what was the mistake or the whatever, the act? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Most in K pop seem to be ridiculous, right? Right. Something that you could just apologize for, learn from your mistakes, and move on. Okay, the fact that they even have to apologize for the most basic things yeah. is yeah. just also, like, a mindfuck for me. Like, apologizing <laughs> that they had a girlfriend or apologizing for, you know, the most ridiculous, like, benign things. Right. You and I have seen it firsthand. Like, the craziest oh. shit. That oh. we're like, why is everyone so up in arms? I will <laughs> never forget 
two years ago at mom baby's birthday, Kian apologized. And I was like infuriated. Like I was like, what the fuck? What did he apologize for? Because there were photos of like him at the airport, like at the same time, like Wano went to like Jeju or something like that. You don't remember that? And like Juhan was like, you do not apologize. (laughs) I now I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Normally it's Minhook who will be like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Juhan was like, yeah. You do not apologize. Like, on alive. Like, on alive. Like, I forgot. It's so stupid the amount of things we see, you know. Idols apologize for misunderstandings or mistranslations, just like, like misinterpretations of their actions, like things that they have like no need to ever even apologize apologize for. Like it's just so ridiculous. Yeah, it's unreal. There's just so many things I never thought I would witness. Yeah. But honestly, like, I feel like it's getting worse. Probably. I turn a blind eye to a lot of it, but I would agree with you. Yeah, because I think the sense, like, the sense of entitlement, I think it's getting worse with fans. Yeah. I mean, so is there new stuff with Joshua? No. I don't know. Why did this resurface all of a sudden? Who the hell knows? Like, I thought I maybe know. there was, like, some new development or something, but I couldn't find There's anything. Like, there's no new development because nothing has ever been confirmed. It's just a bunch of random, like, <sighs> bored netizens who <laughs> saw an Instagram post and is, like, running with it. Like, we don't Still even... Still going about that? Like, we don't know who this person is or who she is to Joshua or their relationship or whether or not the photo that everyone's sharing interpreting it as whatever is the fact like nobody knows shit but people are like losing their freaking minds over it and this it's ridiculous I'm, I'm saying all those magazines karibu and all them are just perpetuating this bullshit and they're just re-inflaming the whole thing but, because, you know, what's really kind of interesting is, is that those things are driven by what is happening in the fandoms. So in turn, it's actually the fans that are fuel- fueling those kind of gossip sites. Which is concerning because it's like, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Like, the thing is, is it. that like Koreaboo is not breaking stories. All no, they're doing is picking like up what's... Oh yeah, but that that's but if if people don't start shit, right? There's nothing for them to perpetuate. But we all know that K-pop's full of shit starters. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so obviously. So like for me, I did see that article like the other day, and I was like, "What the fuck?" About what? I didn't click on it. Uh, about Joshua. Oh. Like it was new news. Okay, so we're like, I think we should give some context. So basically (laughs) what we're talking about is something that 
quote unquote allegedly allegedly is Joshua's girlfriend. Again, allegedly. Nobody knows. Nothing's right. been confirmed. Just people like are, you know, making shit up. They're lit- she, literally she, speculating. Yeah, she posed so I guess her she posted something on her Instagram that caused like many people to have weird interpretations of what it could be. So it's all like smoke and mirrors. Like nothing is real. Nothing's confirmed, but we're like people are just like losing their minds over their shit. And it's yeah. But, it's just crazy to me. You know, this is I think this is where social media really just like the the pitfalls of social media, right? It's like a it it could be this amazing tool that could really impact Bring the world in together. such like amazing positive ways, or it could be this fucking dumpster fire garbage like that spreads like you know wildfire that people and and the thing is is that like. I feel like a lot of people gravitate towards these this kind of news. And I feel like a lot of those people are not like fans of that particular fandom. I think they're just like fans of other fandoms who use this as an opportunity to bring a, another artist down. It's so ridiculous. Well, yeah. Fans drew connections when they noticed the idol and the influencer sharing identical items. Oh my god, it's so stupid. Like, I could go and buy shit that Monster X wears, and that doesn't mean I'm dating them. <laughs> Listen, I, mean? I have <laughs> I have a, a Tiffany necklace that I've had for years, and right before Minhyuk enlisted, he did that Tiffany campaign, and uh. he was wearing the necklace. I literally took a picture of that and I forgot who I sent it to. I was like, I just want to say I've owned this before he <laughs> wore it. But that's like how dumb this is. It's like, but come that, on, man, yeah, that's all that's you're so going stupid. by. Listen, I have many items that I own that is also owned by the monsters. What does that right? say? Right? It's, it's so ridiculous. ridiculous. Please, people, get a life. Please go get a life. Oh, please don't make K-pop in your fandom your whole entire personality. I am begging you, please put down your phones and go outside and <laughs> read a book or something. Get some fresh air. I, I don't know. It, it's go get disconcerting. Hobby. Yeah. It is. It it's is. disconcerting. And this is where I think it becomes really problematic because if it gets big enough like it it impacts people's livelihoods it impacts you know how other people perceive them or how they're being received by other you know business potential business partners or you know other entertainment opportunities and this is the thing i just don't understand how someone could become this possessive over people that they don't know. <laughs> this is even worse. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Are you talking about the photo she, she posted? She. 
I'm not sure. It says, Joshua became the target of hate comments following a pregnancy-related post yeah. on her account. It's so stupid. It is not a... Pre- oh, my God. Like, yeah. Yeah. But those are the things that, like, are perpetuating this false yeah. narrative. These... It's just fucking crazy. Yeah. But they're Rebo. just picking... Yeah, but <laughs> here's the thing. You can't blame them because they picked it up from what fans, from what people are engaging with on social media. If people don't say shit like that, yeah. they will have nothing to report. And this is something I don't think people understand. Like, Karibu is mostly, like, generated by, like, users. It They're not, it's not like they're doing investigative journalism. They're not even, like, yeah. a dispatch. They're no. not revealing anything. They're fucking just, like, repackaging. Like, they're literally <laughs> repackaging other people's bullshit on Twitter Honestly. for free. They're, like, screen capturing comments Correct. and making an article about it. Correct. It's wild. I could say that because that's exactly what they did to me. <laughs> it's true. So. <laughs> I still couldn't get over that. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I literally was like, this is not the fan of life I pictured to be. Again, thank God. It was something very Positive. positive. Because otherwise, I seriously would have, like, shut down my account and freaked out. (laughs) But I also don't really, but I also don't ever post anything controversial that I think, which, you know, whatever. I mean, there's been some times where I post, you know, I'm a snarky person. So I have, you know, like, sarcasm is, like, my love language. So there's been some times (laughs) where, like, I say, and I'm always like, ooh, I hope people don't read it the wrong way. Right. And one time somebody did and left me a very, like, nasty comment. And I had to, like, I couldn't just ignore it. I had to, like, explain myself. But anyways. But, yeah, like, this is the problem. They're just, like, they're, you know what, Kriabo and, like, all those, they're, like, vultures. That's all they're doing. But, like, if we don't give them anything of, like, you know, of substance or of controversy or engagement they only do this on things that they think there's enough engagement again if we don't feed anything to them there's nothing for them to report it's true so like this is where you know fandoms could do a lot of good and then fandoms like really could really like shift and change and derail someone's livelihood Because, you know, sometimes when you mar someone, you know, again, like, you could say something that's really damaging, even though it's not true. And it's going to be really, really hard for someone to come back from. You know, even with Wano, you know, he was many years into his career. He was proven to be completely innocent. By the police, by the way, not in not just in the fucking court of public opinion. He right. was proven innocent by the legal system, but to this day, people are still holding that against him. Are like, what really? the fuck? You pe- like it always comes up. Like, yeah. I was watching no, something, and it's like they oh they were actually saying just like people leaving the groups, and I like it always makes me upset. I'm like, but him leaving the group is not the same as everybody else because league like. The police actually proven that he was completely innocent and everything about him was made up. 
that is very different than somebody else who just like kind of like in limbo. It's like there's no there is no gray when it comes to what happened with Wano. It's right. not like did he or didn't he? We'll we'll never know. It's like no no no, we know. Definitely. <laughs> we know. Right. By the like, police on record. We found out in like March. <laughs> Correct. A very specific date. Correct. Yeah. So this is why sometimes I get kind of upset when there's like, you know, there's comparisons. Yes, I get it. He left the group like a lot of other people. But to say that he left the group like somebody else, it's like, no, like he was wrongfully accused. There's a difference. So. Yeah totally different i agree with that but again you know all this stuff it's very and you know k-pop is so competitive k-pop really like thrives on like you know once you kind of like i guess shatter like this perfection in a fan's imagination it's hard for them to go back to thinking someone was perfect even though like you like this is where it's always kind of weird to me right as a fan, you created this fantasy that person X is perfect. And then something happens, you want to cancel them. And then whatever, it's like proven to be wrong. Then you're like, oh my God, I could never trust that person again. It's like, you say that about them as if you know them. Like you right. made this thing up in your head. Can't you just recreate right. the same perfection in your head? But that's not like how human nature problems- works. The problem lies within yourself. Oh yeah, but not we them. C- no that 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 cannot that cannot be Kendra. <laughs> it's a simple fix, though, if you realize that. But it's not. You're asking the impossible. You're you're asking people who are completely delusional to apply logic. It doesn't work that way. People only do what benefits them. People only apply certain logic when it when it suits their narrative. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. And the problem is it's like I don't know how things will ever get better. You know? And I feel like fans are getting more and more brazen. They're they're taking more and more liberties. They're saying unhinged things on, like, fan calls. They're invading idol spaces. They're stalking them. At a certain point, like, there has to be, like, a shift of the power dynamic. I agree. I feel like there's going to have to be a shift. Meaning, like, like we said... Idols aren't perfect. Like, I'm sure there's some bad ones out there. But in the grand scheme of things, I think the shift is going to have to be towards being able to protect yourself more, the idol, and having the companies be okay with it. Meaning, like, uh, Minhyuk of Monsex, you know, he literally put bad behavior down on his show. Right. Is it Vogue Ship Show? Yeah. You know, he literally called out the bad behavior of the of the fan 
Correct. And corrected it. Yes. Um, now, many people are like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> but most people were like, yeah, go Minyuk. Like, more Correct. people, more idols need to be able to stand up for themselves. Because, I think yes, it's hard. It is hard. It's, it's a double-edged sword because yeah. the fans are what generate money for them. Correct. And it's what keeps them relevant. I right. get it. But at the same time, that doesn't mean they have ownership. I'll give you a good example. So this just happened recently, I want to say. So it was a fan call with um, Zero Base One's Ricky. And it is like a, f- a mega fan of his, right? On a call with, you know, she's obviously has had several calls with him. At one point, she asked him to call her master. Oh. Yeah. And he was like, you could tell he was uncomfortable. And it's just not with him. There's been many encounters, fan calls and fan signs where, like, fans really say very out-of-pocket things. And, you know... When you're put on the spot by like that, where you know, like you're on a call with a, a fan and they're taping stuff. Oh, this fan, right. re- she released this fan call herself. And like people were like, what the actual what? This is what I'm saying. Like the behavior is getting worse. I think the problem is, is that there's a monetary, like our relationship with the idol a lot of times is like, it's not real. But no. for certain people, there's a monetary because they're spending a lot of money, especially on these fan calls. And it's not just with, you know, any particular group. We see this with a lot. You know, I've seen this with several groups and many idols where they get so uncomfortable. It's the same people over and over again. But with these, you know, people that do fan calls and fan sites, it's that there's an exchange of money. They technically bought albums, but they bought access. So when they bought access, they feel like, well, I'm holding the purse strings. So there's a weird sense of entitlement that comes with it. (laughs) I would never in a million years know what that feels like ever because and even if i did like even if i were to orchestrate a fan call like that and buy all the necessary things and do a go i would never have the balls to ever disrespect someone in that way like (laughs) if i accidentally made them uncomfortable right that would be so mortifying right I would never be able to look at them again. Like, but I, I don't. I don't even I don't think they do it. I don't like before them. I don't think they viewed it that way. I don't. I think there was like no. Like, I just don't think they thought that was wrong or bad that it made them uncomfortable. Like, I'm okay. telling you, people are no like, one. Then it's like a. It's like a. The new level of delusions are just like no honestly shocking. No one wants to call someone else master. Especially if they're holding power over you. You. And that is crazy. Just telling you people are out of their fucking minds. There's a girl who was trying to be cute and do like a, 
it was with Felix from Stray Kids mm-hmm. was saying something about like have you ate yet mm-hmm. and he was like no actually we haven't ate yet blah 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 and then she's like oh well you should have dessert first or mm-hmm. Mia's dessert whatever right. the fuck she was yeah it was like it didn't come off cute it came off really cringy it made inappropriate it made me uncomfortable i saw the clip and i was just like oh no see this is the thing i don't people don't think anything of it because i think they think this is a once in a lifetime opportunity i'm shooting my shot i think sometimes they're probably sitting there plotting like okay what should i say to them what's right. the like what can be memorable like if i saw them at a concert a year from now they'll be like right. oh you're the dessert girl oh you know what i mean like i think maybe that could also be a tactic it's you know what it's you know weird. what you know what i think when i hear stuff like that just like desperation yeah, yeah. I cannot tell I you how many uncomfortable fan calls I've watched, like, on TikTok, and it's shocking. Yeah. Like, so shocking. I'm like, where it's do rare. people get off behaving this way? I agree. Like, like I said, where do you get the balls? Well, that guy, you that. know, I never want to be ser- perceived. <laughs> like, I don't even want to be seen, let alone, like, say really unhinged things to somebody that supposedly that I, like, cherish. Like, this is, what, dis- where is the, what is the disconnect here? <laughs> I don't know. Ugh. God. I think these people are so used to being able to get into their f- fan calls over and over again every comeback that they get this like false sense of confidence or friendship <sighs> they think with the idol because oh. oh. I had one minute to talk to I am and I was so fucking flustered and like I the whole thing was just like horrendous one minute let alone like spouting off the shit these people say it's like how how do you do it that's why i'm saying like they well i really practice. think you miss like, your opportunity to tell them to eat you like a main dish so. uh, <laughs> that wasn't even out yet <laughs> <laughs> no it was out Duna, no yes, uh, love like killer. Love. right but love killer came out before that no yes Yes, it was out. It was definitely out. Love Killer came out no. before I came into this fandom. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. Kendra. Stop it. Yes, no, it was I'm out. Look. It was out. I don't believe you. <laughs> you. You don't have to believe me, but you could believe the Google. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I'm slow. Fatal Love came out before Flavors of Love. Fatal Love came November out November be- 2nd, 2020. Yeah. You had your fan call la- you had your fan call in 2021, right? Yeah. I had to have. Yeah. No, it was out. You missed your, uh, you missed your shot. It. You missed your shot, Kendra. <laughs> but that is my point. When right. he said I don't bite, I like my my brain <laughs> erupted in so many inappropriate things to right. say that sh- I was like, nope. <laughs> right. <laughs> I literally just stumbled like an idiot. <laughs> right. So I don't know how these people do it, honestly. <laughs> oh, God. 
You're right, though. Damn it. I know. See, I need you to win another one. Uh, I need you to say that to him. Don't worry. I don't bite. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) But I do. Oh, God. I know. There's so many good things I could have said. This is why. (laughs) This is why I could never do stuff like this. (laughs) Because... I don't have a filter. I don't think about stuff like that. Inappropriate <laughs> shit just flies out of my mouth, like, oh. on the daily. At, like, fucking 4.50 in the morning, I just... Yeah. My brain... Oh, yeah, I would have been very unhinged <laughs> and inappropriate. Insane. But you know what, though? I wouldn't put it out on the internet either. <laughs> no. I just took a tiny, tiny clip that I Correct. thought was good enough to yeah. go. No, it's just, it's, you know, the whole thing about fan signs and fan calls just, like, has the fan signs also just going there, touching them, holding their hand. Looking into their longing eyes. Listen, would I, like, I think about this, all those people that put their hands into, like, Juhan's dimple, like, (laughs) I'm just like, that is just not it. (laughs) I'm slightly jealous, but no. Like, I feel like that's, like, it's just I, not. I, I don't like want to. totally oh. do that. Oh, my God, please. If I got into that time. Oh, my God. I need you to get into a fan sign, and I need you to do that. And I want it, like, like all over the internet. Like, I just don't get it. The whole, like, touching. I, 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 I'm not it's paying. Weird. Like, I'm not paying money to go touch a random stranger. Like, we have an equivalent, I would say, in the West. Comic Con, right? Right. You can pay to get an autograph or a picture Correct. with a celebrity. Yes. But you're not like caressing them. Correct. <laughs> it is weird if you think about it. Yes. Do you think that's just the skinship version Ugh. of like fan Ugh. to member? It's I don't know. I hate that. I never heard of skinship before I K-pop. I hate that word. Skinship. Please stop. I hate you. That word, that word gives me the ick. (laughs) I I agree. (laughs) Every time I read it, I'm like, oh, I know. It literally (laughs) gives me the ick. It's just, it's, I feel like it's kind of like, it's not perverse necessarily, that word. It's just, it makes it feel that way. I know. When it's just something benign, like, oh, I like to hug my members. Yeah. Why not say skinship? Like, I know. Oh, it's, please stop saying <laughs> that word. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. I need to move on from this conversation now. I'm, like, so uncomfortable. <laughs> Should we talk about Moonman or airport behavior? <laughs> Moonbin's more serious. Ooh, I'm like dying over here. That made me laugh too hard. Ugh, I'm glad one <laughs> of us is laughing. Well, your reaction is just so funny. Okay, we could stop now. We need to change the subject. Let's talk about airport behavior as a bridge into the last serious piece. Okay. I mean, I we're just talking about bad fan behavior. Like again, just 
fans harassing idols at every single point in their lives. They're harassing them on fan calls. They're harassing them at concerts. They're harassing them at like fan signs. They're harassing them at airports. I mean, when is it going to end? What is it going to take? Is it going to take like an idol to get seriously injured? Is it going to take like a mob scene where like a crush event happens before some, you know, before the company is actually do anything I, I really hope it doesn't get to that because Itiwan like really fucked with my head I know that was so devastating so yeah I hope no one has to experience that I mean every time I see you know airport footage it like yeah. gives me anxiety and as That's someone scary. who travels like I travel a lot like you know, I flew this weekend and I literally was just like, I like that would if I was just like a random person who's flying at the times where the idols are flying, right. like that would like literally that will probably give me a panic attack. They don't even have to be near me. But if I see just all those people like buzzing in and jamming in and unrelenting, like, that would, like, freak me out. Yeah. 100%. There's no boundaries. No. So that, um, was that a Chinese actor? He's a Chinese actor idol. Yeah. Okay. He, and, by the way, he's only 20. <gasps> oh. Yeah. He's like a See, baby. See, I couldn't tell who he I, was in Yeah, that video. I looked him up. Yeah. So I wasn't sure what was going on, but the fact that he told Sasangs to like back off, and they yeah. splashed them with water, like a group of them, like four, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's crazy, that's just disgusting. And then they thought it was funny that they posted on social media, basically like Guga, it's raining. Guga's like older brother in Chinese, like Opa. So it's like oh. it's raining. Like they thought it was funny, and they said that That's they will keep on doing funny. this. It's not funny. What the fuck? This what? also fucking. This is in an airport. Like they right. were following him at an airport, like a group of people. So after they pour the water on him, they threw the water bottles at him. Like what the fuck? How do you call An yourself a fan? Injury. Yeah, right. his his company did say they're gonna take legal action. But, like, this is, so this is part of the problem, right? Like, if you don't do anything, they keep on harassing you. You try to reason, because he wasn't being unreasonable. He literally went over there to ask him to stop following him. They do this. They think it's funny. Because they have, they, they feel like they have so much power, And this shit, I know, you know, it, it, this kind of behavior, I am telling you, every time a company does not protect their artists, doesn't matter what entertainment company they're with, every time the companies or, you know, the police do not come out to make a statement to curb the behavior, it gets worse. So... You know, for the longest time, it was just people getting really close to them. Because even one time, I think when the monsters came back, like people got really, really up close in their face. And I was just like, what the fuck? 
But like lately, it's like people are like touching them, you know, pawing at them and like grabbing their hands. And now like they're being assaulted. So, you know, like recently, like I think yesterday, the day before when Rise was coming back, like one of the members looked like he was going to have a panic attack. Like he pulled his hat down. He looked in distress. The fans are just unrelenting unrelenting how do you not have any sort of awareness of the situation no there's no awareness you're it's not asking like they're them smiling to... and waving at you no. like accepting it they're, they're they look like they're scared they yeah. literally look like they're scared same thing like with wavy when they were going through yeah. the airport oh. and then um yeah. yeah ricky like again like i think Part of the issue yesterday was Rise was like also the Ricky fans were there because he was also going to be at the airport. So it was just like two big fandoms like converging. My God. And like Ricky, again, because he does kind of stand out because he's so tall and like he really stands out. And you could just tell by his body language that he's uncomfortable in the situation. But it's just really hard. Like, what is he going to do? Like, right. I feel like you can't, like, this is why I think they what don't What are you going to do against engage. a mob of people? Correct. Yeah, you're outnumbered. It's He's going to, like, I really feel like one day some idol's going to get trampled. And maybe, like, are we just going to wait for that to happen before entertainment companies or airports or security or the government steps in? I know it is not their job. But this goes beyond <laughs> the like... safety of an idol. This is a public safety issue. Oh, absolutely. However, I feel like they're, it's going to take a death of someone before they. Oh my god! Please don't say change. that. Well, because like I feel like they, this shit's been happening and it's been getting worse and nothing's changing. Like there's been, you know, some of the security at the airports are trying, but there's only so many of them. Right. You know, it's again, like, what's two airport security going to do against a mob of hundreds of people? Well, I remember two years ago, I think it was two years ago, it was not last year, two years ago, the monsters were going somewhere. And, like, a fan was taping and got really, really close. So one of the managers, like, shoved her. And people got so upset. And I literally was like, that is their job. The manager's right. job yeah. is to protect the members of Mossax. And the problem is, is that the members themselves could never touch anybody. Yeah. Right? Oh, could Heaven you imagine? Forbid. Right. Right. Because, like, let's be honest here. Mossax do not need bodyguards because they could handle themselves because they're all big boys. But heaven forbid if they ever, like, even bumped into someone. But, like, right. this person was literally, like, cutting one of the members off, like, so close, like, literally in step, like, she's part of the entourage. But, like, you know, this is the thing, like, some of the fans got, like, upset and were like, oh, my God, she's a girl. Like, no, you know, the man, you know, the Starship employee shouldn't have shoved her. And I was like, no, she didn't care. She did not like right. she invaded their private space. She, she made should not it, have been there. Right. She made it dangerous for everybody around her. Cause heaven forbid she's not paying attention. She falls. 
everybody else, it will be a domino effect. Like what, right. like heaven forbid she falls, one of the monsters like step on her or somebody from the crowd. Like this is why shit like this is dangerous. And we never like, you know, I will call out everyone's bad behavior if somebody on staff is acting out of pocket or whatever. But I will always cite with like people who are providing security because these situations could get out of hand so quickly. Right. And their jobs, like those companies' jobs are to protect their idol. And honestly, if like, um, you know, sort of like a crush event or anything that happens, I fucking hope the idols keep on fucking walking and all of their security, all of their management just keeps on pushing them out and let the people fall. I know that sounds like really, really heartless, but you can't create more of a problem because you know what? Even if something catastrophic happens, there will be assholes in the like in the crowd that they think it's an opportunity for them to get closer to the idols. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm sure you're not wrong. It's sad, but I mean, time and time again, I think we've seen it that like they don't care that they're pushing each other out of the way they're pushing idols out of the way to get to their favorite person you know there's no sense of propriety there's no sense of like professionalism there's no sense there's no common courtesies extended so why should anyone extend common courtesies to them but also shame on the airports to not have any sort of regulations to keep these people at bay which again, I also understand that's not like the airport's job, but right. like, but I, I stand by what I say. I, listen, you know what I mean? I stand by what I say that the industry wants these viral moments because yet again, there's no reason why in Seoul there can't be a private terminal for K-Stars to use. I don't believe that for a second. Or they limit who could walk into the airport. You know, there's definitely things that could be done. I just think crowd control is something that like companies need to be more mindful about because it's only going to be a matter of time before something catastrophic happens. Yeah, I agree. Especially when people are carrying, you know, they're carrying equipment, they're carrying ladders, they're carrying those giant cameras, yep. you know. A lot of them, like, walk backwards, too, to Correct. try to get a Correct. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully, something will change. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not very optimistic. <laughs> no. I mean, like I said, it's been going on for so long. That's why I feel like it's not... The change is going to come at a cost. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <sighs> the Anything last else? piece. No, just the last piece of um, yeah. controversial happenings happening. <sighs> Shaking my head. <laughs> I know. Well, it's, it's a sensitive subject, and we, 
want to be mindful how we talk about it. Right. We did talk about it before the podcast because we wanted to work Flush through it. Flush it out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because See we debated we... whether or not we should even talk about, but yeah. Yeah. Well, and the, the it was kind of hard to understand exactly what was going on, so we were trying to work out the details. Get our facts but... straight. <laughs> trying, at least. Right. Um, but recently, they decided Fantagio... Fantagio, however, um, decided to move Moonbin's memorial location. Correct. Yeah. Um, to a temple. Where is it? In the mountains. Outside In the of mountains, Seoul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there was controversy on this because there were I don't know if they're fan I would assume they're fans. Mm-hmm. Um, who were upset because they heard a rumor or they heard through the grapevine, that's how legit the source is, <laughs> that they were going to charge some sort of nominal fee. Mm-hmm. Um, they got upset. They thought Fantagio was going to make money off of it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, is it in this article you sent me? Um, but it's basically for the monks. Right. The fee itself was not talked about in the article. Okay. Um, but Fantasio did say we cor- are not charging any money. That they were not profiting off of yeah. it. And furthermore, I think there were rumors circulating online that Fantasio have a business relationship with this temple. That's why it was moved there, um, which Fantagio did release a statement and say that there is no business relationship between Fantagio and the temple itself. Yeah. It says they have no financial interest whatsoever. Correct. Correct. But the controversy ends up being <laughs> that in this voicing of displeasure and and the access and um the money situation whatever that none of it's just it's i don't know it's hard for me to even process like a lot of this is hearsay so you're having a lot of fans piping up about this hearsay so much so that fantagio decided to just completely close the memorial forever correct so I guess there's, it's really kind of interesting because when Kendra and I were talking about it, it's like, what is the controversy? Is the controversy them moving the space? Because that's what it seemed like. Because both of us saw many posts on Twitter and um, TikTok calling for a boycott of Fantagio, making people aware of, you know, kind of making it sound like so... Let's go back a little, just a little bit of context. So Fantagio basically released a statement that was like, okay, we're going to move Moon Space, I think that's what it's called, right, to a more permanent home. Um, I guess it was, you know, in Seoul before, but it's going to be moved to a, this temple that's outside of Seoul. You know, it is in the mountains and they were very upfront about it. Um, you know, it might be a little tricky to get to. They also did say that, like, 
it is going to be a space inside of a temple so it's not a commercial space um it is you know they also did ask for people not to bring food and flowers just because of the upkeeps and again it being out in the mountains um and then people were upset for multiple reasons and you know we kind of want to be sensitive because the passing of moonbin is still you know hard for many people to process and i think people do want a place and a space to honor him um so does change i think came and people were upset and i don't know where they actually got the information from as to how much they were going to be charged there were conversations of maybe displaying some of his personal artifacts um so it is like a permanent legitimate memorial space dedicated to him and so basically the I, i'm assuming people in the fandom or his fans people who got very invested and they were very vocal um and basically said fantasio is profiting off of this because of um also like a, a business relationship with the temple um and people were the fans were very very upset and you know they asked for other you know they kind of like made it so other they got other fandoms involved and asked for basically k-pop to band together and to call out fantasio for basically monetizing moonbin's memorial and profiting off of moon space um and honestly when it happened i was kind of conflicted because i guess part of me could see why people were upset but part of me also recognizes that you know there's upkeeps and there's you know you're basically in somebody else's space and there's sort of logistic logistical and upkeep costs and just you know sort of like business under things that for me the charging a fee for it to me again personally it's not an anomaly like for me it was very normal but again people got very upset and i was not fully understanding this like supposed business monetary relationship between fantasio and the temple and very quickly within days fantasio basically came up with a statement that was like basically due to the fans reactions we've decided not to proceed we've decided to close it and in the same token they said we just want to clarify we were never gonna make any money off of it we have no business relationship with the temple so you know they basically also said that they were going to take legal action against the people who were spreading these false rumors right also it said the agency further explained our agency's executives and employees went to sionusa temple 
carefully prepare the memorial space by hand for several days out of love for Moonbin. Mm-hmm. Please do not distort and falsely instigate the feelings of Fantagio's ex- executives and employees towards Moonbin. To me, it's just sad. It's really sad. Like, that statement's sad. I know. Like, yes, it's four hours away from Seoul. I get it. That's uh, quite a journey. And it is in the mountains. But at the same time, it's at a temple. I just, I guess I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand what fans are looking for. It would still be a place that honors him. Right. It could still be a place that if you wanted to go, you could go. Right. And it's still showing effort by the company, so it's hard. I don't... I Honestly, for me, this was like a lose-lose situation. Yeah. Because I don't know what... I don't know what they I don't know what these people wanted. Did they want the space to be shut down? Or did they want it the way it was, which wasn't an option? Right. You know, so I I'm very conflicted by this. I'm just very very sad that the whole thing got shut down. Because having a little space to visit, to memorialize him, I thought was such a lovely gesture. Because I think for some fans, I think that would have given them a lot of um, comfort and maybe some closure. If they're able to go to the temple, say a little prayer, you know... And they even said they prepared like a whole side where people could leave letters because they asked not to bring fruit, you know, food and flowers. People, they said that they would be able to leave flowers and their staff will go and collect the, uh, I'm sorry, leave letters and their staff will go and collect the letters and keep it for safekeepings to have this, you know. And I think something like that to me, it's to me, it's not even about like just paying homage to him I think for a lot of fans seeing other people's thoughts about Moonbin would have also been really really nice yeah so correct and I think like you know because you have this special affinity for him and you loved him but seeing how everybody else loved him I think gives people this like feeling of like being part of a community and a closeness so now all of that is gone and it they said permanently shut down so i don't know if this is like this is permanently shut down now they'll come up with something else or there's just like moon space is gone forever um it just it's disheartening for me to read stuff like this because i just don't know if this is what they wanted and if this like and what would be the purpose of this like why would you not want a memorial space for him for the people who want to go if you don't want to go you don't have to go 
If you don't want to travel for hours, you don't have to do it. If you don't want to pay money to go to a temple, you don't have to. Why was it so important for you to take this away from everybody else? It's a very good question. I don't know. They just didn't think there'd be consequences to their actions. Maybe they just didn't think this would, this path was an option. Like that, that Fantasio would be like, no, (laughs) this is it. I'm just, That's the only thing I can think of. But sadly, it ruined it for the rest of the fans. I, you know what? I'm not really in their fandom, so I don't even know what people's reactions were. Because when I started seeing it, I just basically started muting everyone because I was like, this is just like not my vibe. Like, I, you know, I was not like the biggest Moonbin fan, but I know he had, you know, so many fans that loved him so dearly. Like, I, I just, like, it just kind of made me really sad thinking that, like, people complained about something like this. And yeah. it's just, like, now it's all gone. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not super in the Astro Aurora fandom either. Right. But I definitely started seeing the stuff and the boycotting popping right. up. And I was right. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Like why? I just ignored the boycotting part. I was like, give me a break. Yeah. Well, it <laughs> worked. Right? They didn't want this. So yeah. it's so I mean, dumb. It's are terrible. they are they happy? I don't are know. Are these like, people happy? The so like are you telling people to boycott Fantasio because of this? And then yes. now are you going to tell people to boycott them again because of the end result that you... Correct. You are part you know, of. played part. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. It's like, when are you going to stop and reflect and realize, like, hmm, maybe I should think, you know, twice about what I'm champion, championing or... Right. And I think... I think. Right. Yeah. I think the other part, I think there's another portion that I did not include, you know, was that there were people saying how, like, Moonbin's family was not involved. I'm like, how do you know? Like, how right. do you know? Yeah. Were you, like, were you there at the meetings? Are you part of Fantagio? Like, are you Moonbin's family? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like, like, honestly, I saw quite a few tiktoks and i am telling you like you know i very rarely like comment i don't i very rarely comment on other people's stuff especially outside of the masa x fandom like i can like i comment on masa x stuff but outside of the fandom because you know i'm always like mm, it's not really my business but when people were saying stuff like this i was just like like i feel like i do i could not understand what they were trying to accomplish because instead of saying 
boycott Fantasio? Like, did you say, hey, like, did you consider like four hours is too far? Is there a better place two hours from Seoul? Or, you know, like, or were you just like boycott Fantasio? Right. Like, did you give any thought as to the consequences or or did you want things to be exactly the way it was, which basically was not, like, feasible? Right. I don't know. And, and like, honestly, one one person, like, they said some stuff, like, they were, like, really enraged. And I kind of like went through their feed, like on TikTok. I went through their pages. I'm like, I could not even tell whether or not they were even like an like a Moonbin fan. Oh, that's weird. I know. That's why I was like, okay, is are you just like a shitster? I mean, they were like a significant account, which I subsequently blocked them because <laughs> I was like, I feel like you're. Like, are, you know, like for me, I don't, like, I don't just blankly say things. Like, I think especially, and I, like, listen, I have a very small account, but I think I'm always very mindful about what I say because I don't want to unduly influence anyone one way or another. So I'm like, is this an instance that you're really not, part like you're not a huge invested fan you heard it from somebody else so you're just like jumping on the bandwagon or you're doing this for engagement yeah and i hate to say this about people but i do think about that sometimes i mean it's quite possible because i saw it a lot after his death oh yeah and it was so upsetting it's like what are you doing you're literally just regurgitating the limited information just for likes i mean i'm not gonna lie because i you know my my stuff is like 99.99999% monstags but like i debated i was like do i say something but i was very much about my own thoughts and my own feelings yeah like so this is what i'm saying when i try to be like very mindful about what i post because i never like want to like a like misspread information uh, which i think happens a lot or people just kind of like jump on the bandwagon and go with it without like fully understanding what is happening what is the context and what what ultimately could happen down the road you know the consequences so here we are they announced i mean the 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 statement released by fantasio was like kind of like short and sweet was basically like and they literally said after the feedback we got from the fandom we're shutting this down yep yeah so it's really sad. I'm sad about it, but I don't, again, like maybe the, maybe most people, this is what they wanted. I don't really know because then nobody said anything afterwards. Do you know what I mean? I Yeah, I mean, I have, it's weird because after this happened on the third, I really haven't heard anything on my timeline. 
Well, also, I realized I blocked most of those people that were, like, <laughs> saying this shit that pissed me yeah. off. So, yeah, like, that I was like, okay, but, like, were you happy? Are you happy now? Are you happy now? Like, now I want to go back to those people, like, see who I block <laughs> and be like, is this what you wanted? Tell me. Is this what you wanted? I mean, I'm curious. I'm curious. Because it's like, what was your goal? Or was it literally, you just didn't think you could do any wrong? So there'd be no consequence, right? You just thought, like, they would honor your wishes? Right. Do you think you were so big and powerful that you could just get your way? That Fantasio would... But you did get your way. You didn't want any of that. You didn't want it moved. You didn't want this. You didn't want that. So you get nothing. So you got your way. Are you happy now? This is what I'm saying in like making these blanket demands where it's like boycott Fantasio means nothing to me. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't serve a purpose. If you were thoughtful in your delivery and if you were, you know, saying like these are the things where like could we make things better you didn't say that you're like this is not what we want this is not what moonbin wanted like what the hell do you know right you're you're making all these accusations that all turn out to be untrue and no one has come out to be like oh my god i'm so sorry i didn't realize that you know there was no financial relationship between Fantasio and the temple like (laughs) even if there were what business is it of theirs of the fans every business (laughs) every business it's fucking nuts if anything it should be the family's business right you know like it's it's crazy entitlement it's crazy yeah I think the saddest thing yeah is it's (laughs) It was being relocated from one temple to another temple. Right. Because of safety concerns for the winter. Correct. And for enshrining a permanent memorial tablet. Yes. Yes. You took away a permanent memorial tablet for him. Like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I know it's far away, but it's, that's not really the point, right? That is not the point. Like, if you bury your loved one in a cemetery near your home and then you have to move four hours away for work, right? right. are you going to cry about it? Right. Well, I don't mean to say it in a mean way. It's just, I just don't understand. This is, you know, this is why we wanted to talk about this. Fandoms, <laughs> you can use your power yeah. for good or power for evil. <laughs> That's you know, true. but... You have to think about the consequences. And I think this is part of the, you know, the whole story, right? Most people, yeah. I don't think, think about the consequences. You know, whether or not you're you're derailing someone's career, permanently changing their lives, or, you know, taking away an opportunity for somebody else to pay tribute, all of these things, you know, our actions have consequences and, you know, I think like K-pop is almost like this made up world, but it is very real in many, many ways. 
Oh, yeah. You go to the airport and you don't think about like crowding somebody or touching them. You feel like you're entitled to their space to paw at them, take photos with, you know, giant lenses in their faces. You know, what does that say about you, honestly? Yeah. Yep. So we could end it on a question. Oh no, what's the question? That Jade and I would like to pose. What's the question? <laughs> what makes the K-pop industry so susceptible to public opinion? Mm. For any yeah. listeners who care to answer that, yeah, please do. <laughs> Maybe we'll discuss it the next episode. Kendra and I are yeah. going to give us some thought. Maybe we'll do a follow-up. Because <laughs> it, it is, like, pretty... Pretty, uh... It's a very strong force, let's put it that way. Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah. I mean, K-pop really lives and dies by fandom culture, right? Yeah, true. And, you know... Ultimately, I mean, the other questions, like, ultimately, who has the power? The, the idols themselves, the company, or the fans? Good question. Until <laughs> next all. time. Exactly. <laughs> well, we do have to end this now. Yes. It has been going on for way too long. No one's going <laughs> to hear these questions because no one's listening for two hours. <laughs> They're not going to make it. Lily probably gets to the questions at the end. After she <laughs> listens to us at 2x speed. Right. <laughs> so funny. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to us. Um, thank you for all the likes and subscribes and all that. Um, if you want to talk to us, you can always email us at the K-pop Corner Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can talk to me on Twitter at kpopcornerpod. We're on TikTok at K-Pop Quarter Podcast and Jade at MXBEBE2021. And we'll see you next time at the K-Pop Corner. Bye. Bye.